Hello, I'm Dr. Gloria Horsley, and I'm her daughter, Dr. Heidi Horsley. Heidi and I want to welcome you to Open to Hope Conversations, the podcast. We believe that the greatest gift you can give yourself after a loss is hope, using this moment to connect with others who have not only survived, but thrived. So let's get started. Welcome to the Open to Hope Show. I'm your host, Dr. Gloria Horsley, with my daughter and co-host. Dr. Heidi Horsley. Well, Heidi, we have got a really good question uh, for today from Margaret, and it's in dealing with hospital error. Medical error is the third leading cause of death in the United States. 144,000 deaths occur every year with medical error. Wow, that's amazing. Isn't that incredible? Yeah, it is. Well, it's disturbing because you think that when your, your loved one is in a hospital, when a family member is in a hospital, they're in a safe place and that people know what they're doing and that for the most part, they're going to be able to save them yeah. or help them. Yeah, this is in the hospital, but also medical air out because we, uh, compassionate friends, I've gone to groups there where people's kids have died because more than one, they've died because they're in a facility uh, for detox. And oh, wow. they give them the wrong medication or they send them out with what families feel like was the wrong medication. Or they're misdiagnosed. Yeah. And I've known people that have had those fentanyl patches put on and died during the night with a fentanyl patch. Yeah. You know? I so, remember a story like that that we did. Yeah. Yeah. So um, medical error is really something. Well, let's take Margaret's medical error. Margaret has an elderly mother, which is right. interesting. It's a medical error with it, and we'll discuss that. So she says uh, that her elderly mother was scheduled for open heart surgery, and she said, I feel somewhat to blame that she died because the night before, she told me that they were lowering her blood pressure too much. Daughter, Margaret, didn't advocate for her. Um, I feel really sad and angry, wondering if I should take action against the hospital. Do you think this would make me feel better? Wow, Margaret, first of all, so sorry about your mother and, and what happened. You know, Heidi, her mother's elderly. Some people at the hospital would say, you know, or you could run into some doctors that would say, well, she had the good life. Right. I think people minimize things and they say, well, at least she was old. I hate anything that starts with at least, by the way. But you know what? If somebody has been in your life for your whole life and they're old, that could also be very difficult because they've been in your life for many, many years. What is your life like without your parent on the earth? We, yeah. we don't, most of us don't know what that's like. So, yeah. yeah. And you know, uh, interestingly enough, our major visit at Open to Hope, we have over 7 million people that visit us every year and it's loss of a parent, an adult right. parent. Right. Just because yeah. someone has lived a good life doesn't mean we don't miss them. And then it's not very, very painful when they die. So anyway, Margaret, so your mother died in the hospital waiting for open heart surgery, and you want to know if you should take action. Well, I hear a little bit of feeling like, well, you said, do you feel like it's somewhat your fault? So there's a little guilt going on there. I am imagining that if Margaret really did feel like it was serious, that she would have taken action. Um, obviously, she didn't feel like it was serious enough, and she probably trusted the hospital that they would do the right thing. And I think that's normal and totally understandable. Yeah. No, I don't. So yeah, you expect the hospital to take care of him and give him and give him the right um, medication and do what they need to. You know, um, one of the things I think you ought to think about, Margaret, is yourself 
and these hospital suits and things, uh, you know, uh, getting a lawyer, people kind of jump to that idea right away, those kinds of things. Hospitals get threatened. It's time consuming. Uh, you know, uh, you, you know, you really have to think about yourself and what you do want to do with your own time. Again, I say the medical error is the third leading cause of death in the United States. However, Heidi, do you want to think that they might be killing people in the hospital or something like that? Well, right. For some, for, I mean, it's a very individual choice whether or not you want to, you know, go after the hospital, et cetera. But in some cases, it's important to do that so that it doesn't happen again to somebody else's family member. Um, so... Yeah, you know, I've, I've heard some people say, and I appreciate this, um, I don't want to really go after the doctor or the hospital. I just don't want him to do it again. Right. So, so there are actually some things that you can do. Uh, Tanya Lord and I, Heidi, if you remember, wrote an article. Their little son, Noah, got his tonsils removed, and he went home and had uh, complications from it and died. He was four years old. So Tanya, and, and the, uh, Margaret, I think you ought to listen to the story a little bit because of what Tanya did. Tanya actually, you know, may not want to go this far, but Tanya actually went out, educated herself, got a PhD in, mm -hmm. uh, in dealing with medical problems at the hospital. She speaks all over the United States now about medical error. Yeah, it's amazing. I it's mean, amazing. She's, amazing. she's going to hospitals and educating hospital staff, educating families. She's become a real advocate for change. Yeah. And I think it's incredible and use some of her anger at what happened for positive, you know, in a positive direction and to prevent other kids from dying. Yeah. It's like Candace Leitner having her daughter die of uh, hit by a drunk driver and started mad mothers against drunk driving. Although we all don't want to go to that kind of extent. Now let's get down to ground with you, Margaret. You're feeling right now, should you go to the hospital? Well, think about it. Think about your own time your own energy, your, you know, are there other ways that you can memorialize your mother? You know, can you maybe work at the hospital and, and do some good or I don't know, whatever you want to do. We find that when you reach out and do things for other people, it, it, there's a healing process. The, the only thing I would caution is that I, what we've heard from all the people that we've interviewed is that sometimes people take action and it, you know, they, they throw themselves into it and there's still a void. Yeah. Because what they what people have told us is that they're surprised that they still have a void because at the end of the day their child or sibling or whoever's died is not coming back, yeah. even though they've taken action. And we've seen with court cases too where they're yeah. delayed. People think they're going to feel better after the three years, and they're surprised when when they don't they don't get the satisfaction that they thought. But if you decide to take action at your hospital, Margaret, you don't have to get a lawyer or go after people. There are things you can do. Tanya has given us uh, a few instructions. You can obtain a copy of the medical records right. and ask for a meeting with the physician mm -hmm. and merely talk to him about your concerns in a non-threatening way. Then if, if that's not satisfactory for you, for you, you can contact a person at the facility who's responsible for complaints. They mm -hmm. actually have people that are. So you've got the medical records, you're talking. And you know, um, in the end, you've talked to the doctor, he may, ch may realize some of the things that they should have done better. Maybe they should right. be a little more careful with the elderly or you know, they might get something. Or maybe they'll have an, a training. Grand rounds. Yes. They have everybody come and do a little lecture. And yes, then I, know I, know I know you're a nurse. That's why I asked for you. I know you've got a nurse <laughs> background. Yeah. yeah. 
And the next one is if the meeting doesn't happen or it's unsatisfactory, you can contact patient safety or quality improvement direction, depending on the size of the hospital. And then uh, Tanya says, offer to participate in the following ways. Mm -hmm. Become a patient and family advisor. Oh, I love that. By joining an existing patient and family advisory council. Or, I didn't even know they had them. Or consider helping them form one. I like this. This is great information. You could have an advisory council for helping the elderly. Offer to help a consumer reporting system. Now, I don't know exactly what that is, but uh, there is a reporting system. So you can offer to help them. Suggest a candor. This is communications and optimal resolution system at the hospital and offer to help implement it. So go online and look at the word candor, C-A-N-D-O-R at hospitals. It's a communication optimal resolution. And you can also find an article at Open to Hope that Tanya and I wrote that has this information in it. So there are all sorts of things you can do to reach out if that's what you want to do. And maybe you don't want to do that. Maybe you just want to go in other areas. But uh, I want to and say- I think, I think it's fine if you want to do it. And I think it's fine if you don't want to do it. I think it's a really individual decision. I have friends that have done it, like Tanya, and then I have friends that have decided not to go down that road. Right, right. Well, we want to thank everybody for uh, listening and watching the show today. And we want to say to you that if you have questions, please uh, go to our Facebook page and put them on there or go to opentohope at gmail.com and give us your questions and we'll answer them online. And Heidi and I always want to remind you also that if you've lost hope, please lean on ours until you find your own and God bless. I'm Dr. Heidi Horsley. You have been listening to Open to Hope, the podcast. You can follow Open to Hope on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. To learn more, visit us at opentohope.com and go to Apple Podcasts to subscribe. I'm Dr. Gloria Horsley. Join us again next week for another Open to Hope conversation where we invite you to lean on our hope until you find your own.